0: Welcome to the Sunday morning service, folks. Good afternoon, I mean, good morning. Good morning in LA and good afternoon around the rest of the world. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We, um, we're taking your calls. If you have any questions about the subject matter today, you can call 1 800 411 Bond, 1 800 411 2663, or you can email us radio at bondinfo.org. Church. Church. No, church. Thank you, Hermes. So many emails nowadays. Church at bondinfo.org. Church at B-O-N-D-I-N-F-O dot Name and town, name and town, name and town. But it has to be related to today's issue if you want me to res- respond to it. Happy Father's Day, everybody. All the fathers here. You're welcome. <laughs> but happy Father's Day. We're talking about fathers today. And... Um, uh, I want to, you know, I got a, a, I received a, a note from two of my daughters. They're like, I want you to sock it to the fathers like you did to mothers. And one, one, of, one of them said, let them have it. No mercy. All right, no mercy. <laughs> oh, I can't move real fast right now. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about the purpose of the father, but I want to tell you something quickly about what I realized about. Judgment. Real fast. It's just a, I won't deviate too long here. I, in my front yard, I have a whole bunch of plants and flowers and stuff like that. It looked really nice. Uh, the gardener came and really made it look nice in the front yard. And the gardener was telling me, you're supposed to have a relationship with these flowers. Meaning that, recognize them. Don't just look at them and don't see them. You know what I mean? And so I've been trying to do that. But whenever I walk out of my door, the first thing my thought tells me, flower. It defines what it is. And it prevents me from seeing the depths of what a flower is all about. And I notice, I'm like, wow, everything I look at, my thoughts define it for me right away. It doesn't. You can look at another person and make a decision about that person just like that. And you may not know anything about that person at all. And I realized this is what's in the way of inner discovery, understanding and seeing uh, paradise on earth, because imagination is right there to prevent you from seeing it. Have you noticed that? Anybody? I mean, you can look at anything, and it'll define it for you just like that. It doesn't allow you to discover. And I realized that we've been so set up to fail in life, to have a difficult life because of that. There are two ways of seeing things. One is with your imagination, with your thoughts, and the other one is with your inner eyes, your inner spirit. And that's what we're trying to come back to. Because when you can see from within, then you can see paradise on earth. absolute on earth. Can you do me a favor, kind of sit somewhere else? My usher is sleeping. I can't see that lady right there with her hat on. And I already can... <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. But it's just a little fool for thought. I want you to watch how uh, darkness or evil is always trying to prevent you from seeing the light within. It talks to you all the time about everything. And we've been trained to think that way because the moment we come into the earth, somebody is waiting to start teaching us rather than allowing us to discover. Have you noticed that? Our parents are teaching us. The teachers are teaching us. And so we lose that inner teacher. The real way of seeing things. And just food for thought. That makes sense to anybody? Yes. Yeah, so just think about that. It has nothing to do with fathers, I guess, but just think about it. Anyway, the subject matter is on fathers today. And today is Father's Day. And what I realize is that most people, most people don't realize how important the Father is on earth, how important he is to the family. And he's more than just a paycheck. You know, I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm going to make him pay. I'm going to make him pay. But he's much more than just a paycheck. And there is a spiritual order to life, whether we like it or not, accept it or not, believe it or not, live it or not. And that spiritual order is God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children. And it is the the, the father's responsibility to first protect his family spiritually because everything that we do in life is a spiritual battle. There's a warfare going on between good and evil, right and wrong. And, and the father have a responsibility to be that living example just as Christ was that living example of what a father should be to us. You know, he was like a big brother and stuff like that, but his father dwelt in him. And we have that responsibility to live that way it's unfortunate in that in that most preachers don't know this, and then the, the men don't know it, and so instead of it happening, things are getting worse instead of getting better. Uh, men um, men are becoming women. You notice that they're very soft and emotional. They wear ponytails and earrings, and and they ride in the car with their woman and sitting in the other seat rather than the driver's seat with no insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have no shame about it at all. They are soft nowadays. They shave their bodies the way a woman would shave her body. They, uh, they get up in the morning and dress the way that a woman would get dressed to impress a man. Because a man draws women unto him with his masculinity. His power, his attraction is in his masculinity. And a woman's attraction is in her feminism. Feminism. Am I saying it right? Whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> when you're black, you can do that. <laughs> We're allowed to be wrong. Uh, but, uh, you know, see men getting up in the morning and becoming, you know, getting ready for his day as a man would get ready. he get ready for his day as a woman would get ready. He also... Nowadays, because of the way things are, and I'll tell you in a minute and take some feedback from you, nowadays men don't even believe, not all, not all, not all, but they don't believe in hard work. A man should love to work. I mean, it should be an honor to get up in the morning and have to go to a job or to your own business or working with your hands because even if you're not married, you're preparing yourself in case you get married to take care of your family. Also, you're becoming very independent. When a man, and a man should always strive to be independent. And, uh, and of course, you've got to work for other people sometimes, but you can save your money. You can invest your money. You know, you still could have a sense of being independent about yourself. But men are not like that today. They, they're really acting like women. They're becoming more feminine than masculine. And the reason for that is because the roles have switched. You know, during the Adam and Eve story when Eve allow the serpent to seduce her, the lie, to tell her she could be just like her man and not to let a man control her. She believed that lie and then the man believed her and he became subject to her. And now, he is, even though Christ came and reversed it, he is still subject to her. The average man has a, a an attitude. Have you noticed that? They can't take criticism. They, uh, they, they wake up in the morning mad like a woman. And not all women do this, but they don't wake up with a peaceful heart and a a sound mind and ready to take on the day. They wake up irritated. And, you know, I say, I don't know how women deal with that. Because if I was a woman, I would not want to wake up in the morning with another woman laying next to me irritated. Isn't that like, it's kind of weird, isn't it? And in the olden days, women would call men on that. You know, why are you so mad? you act acting like a woman. I'm the one supposed to be mad, not you. But they can't handle anything because of that feminine nature that's in them now. They have not understood their role in life, and their fathers and mothers have not set that example. And I have to tell you, it's evil, too, because our battle is a battle between good and evil. And when man, men don't stand up and bring some good into the world, evil will take over. An example this coming tuesday today is what day is today i need to date this The day is the 15 and tuesday is what 16 17. homosexuals or gay people will be allowed to get married in california this tuesday this tuesday and it's because the men have allowed it to happen they've allowed the roads to switch in life and now they have a you know women are making decisions and many of them are making decisions based on how they feel, not based on what's right, because they have not had good fathers and good husbands or good men around them to show them by examples how to make decisions based on what is right and not what they feel. And that's where the problem is. Men are absolutely pathetic. And it's too bad because of what's happening to society as a result of... of uh, as a result of men falling from their proper role in life. You'll be surprised at the number of men that I counsel with who think about committing suicide because life is rough. Isn't that amazing? I grew up in Alabama on a plantation, and not one time did I think about committing suicide because I had to go to the cotton field, or it was too hot out there, it was too rough. I only thought that way when I moved to California and started hating white folks, and got involved emotionally with myself, because I wasn't thinking and feeling like a man. A man is free. He is patient. He is understanding. You never find him angry. Never. I mean, can you imagine finding Christ angry? You know, he he come here to save us, right? We go ask him a question, and he get mad and say, why are you asking me that? You should already know that. Men have to come back to their proper state. They have to Overcome that female nature, that mama nature in them, because women are suffering as a result of men becoming women. and I don't care how much a woman tries to play woman, play man, she is not a man. I don't care how many degrees she has, how many whatever position she holds in life, or how tough she thinks she is she can ride a motorcycle. She is still a woman on a motorcycle. And the, what makes the difference is the spirit. The spirit of men and the spirit of women are different. They are not the same. And men, what what a man is supposed to do, because the woman came from him, is to bring that woman back into his world and back to God, because his relationship should be with God. And because it's not happening, folks, the children are suffering. uh, uh, Life is falling apart. It is not going to get better. It is absolutely not going to get better. Until men turn back to their proper role, until they come back to being men, it's not going to change. We can pretend that it will. We could not speak the truth about what's going on because of the name calling, but it is only going to get worse. I am fifty. Fifty what? Brian. Well, thank you for remembering. <laughs> 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 I, I'm I am fifty nine, huh? I almost said fi- Am I fifty nine? <laughs> Oh, wow, I was thinking 58. Like, that a big deal. But, and I never thought, now I haven't, let me just say, from the age of um, 19 to 38, I stopped being a man too. But I grew up being one, but I stopped at that age because I became so angry and emotional and doubtful. And so I haven't always been one. And I don't want to pretend that I have. I'm overcoming that feminine nature now. In every situation, in every day, I'm overcoming it. And the reason that I'm able to overcome it, I'm connected with the source that gives me my nature now, my true nature. And I'm not in competition with women or anybody else. And I love being a man. I have that perfect peace that a man should have. I have the patience to deal with people that a man should have. I have the truth to deal with people that a man should have. And so I am becoming that every day. And I have to tell you, there's nothing better than being a man. I don't even know why a man wants to be a woman. You know, because it's better being a man. Just as it is better for a woman to be a woman than it is for her to try to be a man. It's best to be yourself. But because of this spiritual thing that we're dealing with and the sin that made a home in us, there's a lot of conflict going on within, and people don't deal with the conflict. You know, they take medicine or they look for people to lie to them about what's, you know, what is wrong. We must be honest with each other. There is nothing better than being a man. It is so nice. You can take it or leave it from other people. You know, a lot of men are afraid to stand up to their woman because if they tell her the truth, she may, may, not, have, may not have sex with them. You know, she make him go, sleep on the couch. If I was married today, ain't no way in heaven or earth that my wife would make me sleep on the couch. But men, like little wimpy things, they grab the pillow and run to the couch. (laughs) Or she'll put them out of their own home. You got to leave. We're not getting it alone. If anybody leaves, it's going to be her. It's best to go to the next room in the same house and work it out. But men should not be leaving their homes. But they have the wrong relationship, wrong desire, the wrong hunger for that woman and they're not able to be men. And it's sad because that woman wants them to be a man. Women need men. They're attracted to that. They cannot help it. Even the the uh, toughest lesbian is attracted to a real man. You know That's what she needs in order for her to overcome trying to be a man. Because women hate men that are not men because of what we are and who we represent. And and because we are not that, in, in schools, I read a report this week and in a lot of the public schools today, the teachers, the, femi- the female teachers, and not all of them, of course, and uh, gay teachers are turning the boys into girls. They're, they're deliberately teaching them to act and think like women. And the men are allowed to happen. They don't even protect their own children. It is sad. It's no wonder so many women are turning to each other because they don't really see real men around them. You know, people tell me all the time, if you were married, you wouldn't be able to speak the truth about the woman. I'm like, it is dumb. It's dumb to say that, but I understand what they're saying, because they're so addicted to the woman, they don't want to lose anything, that if they stand up, they may lose her. But we got to overcome mama and take on the nature of daddy so that we can guide the world in the right way to go. We have a responsibility for that. I look at children who have fathers and mothers in the home, and there's a difference in the way they act, where they think, and the way they feel with their fathers and mothers, as opposed to those who don't have it. Because that father brings something in that home that a mother cannot bring. She can't bring it. And what he brings is spirituality. He's connected to his spiritual father, so he brings that in the home, and the child sees that in him, and that child is going to obey that and love that and follow that. We have a spiritual role. And, of course, we're supposed to provide for our family financially, too. A lot of men now are becoming, what do you call that, house mothers?
1: House what? House, house
0: husbands. Dad dad. What? Dad yeah, Mr. Mom. Now, you have to really have St. low to call yourself or allow someone else to call you a Mr. Mom. But they, don't, they, they are proud of it. They go on Oprah and they raise their hand, I'm a Mr. Mom. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Who would have thought that we would have, come, we would have come to something like this in society? And I have to tell you, not all, not all, but a lot of women, they don't mind that because they like degraded men. They like it when you call yourself a Mr. Mom or a stay-at-home mom or send your wife off to work, and yet they hate you for it. Because they know that something is wrong with that. They need you, they need men to be men. But men are not becoming men. I work with a lot of men around the country, and the stories that I hear from them about work and saving their monies and another thing is, it just occurred to me. A man is not, a real man will not have sex with a woman before marriage. A real man won't. Not a girly man will. <laughs> Isn't that what the governor called him? <laughs> a girly man will. So if you're having sex out of wedlock, you are a girly man. Are you surprised to hear that, James? <laughs> you are a girly man because a real man understands that he has to correct this woman rather than taking advantage of her. He has to protect her rather than using her. And men who are having sex out of wedlock, they're not doing it because they love the woman. They're doing it because they're using her. They are falling, and they have a raw need for the woman. And it has nothing to do with love at all. A real man would say, no, let's, let's get to know each other. Let's wait until we are married before we do this. But girly men would go with it. And so ladies, if you're having sex with men out of wedlock, you're having sex with yourself, a girly man we got to be honest about this so that we can change. And after a while, we're going to tell you how to change to start finding your true nature. But men are losing it, folks. And this generation that's out there right now, from uh, 10 on up, and I guess below that's going to be even worse, but the generation of men, young boys today, from 10 to 50, don't have it. Absolutely don't have it. They have doubt. They have worry. They have fear. They are cowards. They don't love work. They don't save money. They don't respect the woman. They are angry and emotional, and just they are becoming an absolute female. And it's really I look at Barack Obama, and I'm not deciding politics at all. But I look at him, I don't see a man. I absolutely don't see man. Now you can see a vote for him if you want. Whomever you want to vote for, I'm just saying. You, and women can do this too. They can look at a man and not see a man. They see what's there. They may not tell you that, but they see it. If they see a, a, a girly man, they see it. If you is it there, they see it. They won't tell you because they like to to, to uh, control you. But he's not a real man. Michelle pulling him around, fist knocking with him. You know, like yeah. You know, she's more man than he is. And we, we can possibly have that type of person running our country. That's like a weak man running a home. And there's nothing worse than a weak man running his home. It's ridiculous. It's evil. It causes problems.
2: Yes, sir. You, you, um, you described it. it's a, a weak man who has sex outside of marriage. Yes. Um, a man in this world, he should be a conqueror. He should be overcoming evil. But the world has defined a conqueror as someone who conquers many women. And so now you're asking a conqueror now to become, like, in the world's eyes, a loser you know, who can't get women. You know, then yeah. Now they're put themselves on the same plane, and they don't feel right doing that.
0: Yeah, they are being taught that today. Yeah. But that's not, you're losing when you get that. I used to think the same thing. In my 20s, I thought that if I got a truckload of women, I was a man. But I didn't get better in life. I got worse instead of getting better. I became weaker. I became dependent on the woman. I couldn't be by myself. You know, I would be. I would be lonely and all that kind of, you know, crazy madness. Because I have been told the same thing.
2: What I'm saying is, now you have this. Um, you have this man who's together. And as far as conquests are concerned, there's no way to tell him from, you know, the uh, the scared nerd who can't even ask a woman out for a date. Their their conquests are the same and, and they're when they're you know and, and most of the world is apart from God so they don't they don't really he don't want to be associated with being a you know a loser so he could tries to go out and conquest. Yeah. And
0: uh, it, we gotta just, we just, gotta understand the spiritual aspect of what's going on. God said that we should worship him in spirit and in truth. It's not about the physical, it's about the spirit and when you could be when you become spiritual you see all these things going on and you also have the the courage to stand up and deal with it the courage to know how to deal with it and believe me it is unless you have that it is not easy today to stand up and tell the truth about what's going on between men and women we are not the same our roles in life are different we're not supposed to be the same otherwise you would have two gay guys or two women Marrying each other, right? We are different, and that difference is good if done in the right way. But we're afraid to say it. I am called names on... You hate women. You hate your mama. Just because I'm telling the truth about what's going on, it's the truth that's going to set us free. Not the lie. And men are pathetic nowadays. Absolutely just... I just never imagined that I would see that. And it getting worse instead of getting better. Because we're not putting the truth out there. All right? I want to just go to you guys. I don't want to go on and on and on, because I can go on and on and on. Let me ask the ladies, do anybody other than me, do anybody in here know any real men? The ladies? Only one lady know a real man. <laughs> and what real man do you know? My
3: husband. Your husband?
0: Mm-hmm. And not your father? No. Not your father. And what makes your husband a real man?
3: Um, because all of the, basically the characters Five minutes
0: ago, he had them. And what does that do for you?
3: Um, It makes me to be a better woman.
0: Yeah. Amen. A real man causes his woman to become a better woman. Like a real father causes his daughter to become a better young girl growing up. When a girl loves her father because he's a righteous man, the world can't touch her. Touch her. He can't because she loves her father. She has that relationship with the father. But if they don't have that relationship with the father, they go out into the world. They're seduced by men, lying men. Because a man knows how to lie to a woman because he's a woman, part woman, part man. And he knows exactly what a woman, the lie that woman likes to hear. Isn't it right there? I mean, yep. see there? He knows what she likes, And the woman say, oh, he loves me. No, he doesn't. His nature can identify with your nature, and he knows what you like to hear. And as soon as he gets what he wants, he's going to find another one to lie to and lie with. Um, why not your father? Well, Because that's where it should start, in the home first.
3: Well, my father, he, first, he's an alcoholic. And the, the way he deals with issues, he's emotional, yeah. you know, and all those things, so... And I don't think he ever had an example of real man in his life. Yeah, and that's unfortunate.
0: Absolutely. Christ came and he was a perfect example of what we can all become. And he said, you know what? It's not me, but it's the Father that's in me. He causes me to do these things. Um, greater work shall you do. Even though you know he was the son of God set for a primary purpose, he even said we can do greater things. But I don't see men doing greater things. I don't see men doing greater work. Men can't even run their own homes. They want to get up and go to work. And then they have excuses about it. That's what's even worse, especially black men. The white man won't let me work. The white man is holding me back. I don't like it when I hear these black guys saying that because if the white man didn't let me work, I'd create my own job. What is, that white man don't have nothing I don't have. Nothing. I don't care if he did have a head start, whatever that is. He still doesn't possess anything that I don't possess. I could get up and take one step at a time. But these black guys are complaining like little girls that racism is holding them back. The white man is holding me back and I can't make it. And the world's like, yeah, that's right. Amen. That's an insult to mothers and daughters and women when they hear men complain like that. Yeah, Kelly? You know one real man? He's a real, man. and what makes him a real man? Um,
4: he can't be manipulated, um, and he stands up for what is right. Doesn't really—he um, isn't moved by um, what people think.
0: And what does that do for you as his daughter to see that?
4: Um, it gives me confidence in myself, just the way that he conducts himself.
0: That's a good point. That's another thing about men, men, a real man. He he brings confidence to his family. His family, if you notice, children, and even adults who have come from families where the fathers were weak or not there at all, they're very insecure people. I was like that, very insecure, very emotional, just like my mother. I was, you know, except that I was in a male body, but I was emotional, I had a lot of doubt, fear, insecure, you know, all that stuff, because my father wasn't there to spiritually protect me and give me the confidence to grow up and deal with the world in the way that I should. And it's not in the mother, it's in the father to do it, because of who he represents. But the world is suffering, children are suffering, because the fathers are not doing that. And now you have the women, the liberal women, especially those who hate men, National Organization of Women Who Hate Men, They're like, yeah, a woman is just like a man. We're equal. We're not. We're not the same. Absolutely not the same. If that was the case, then God would have just made us all man and man or woman and woman. But we're not the same, and our roles in life are not the same. Our role as men is a primary spiritual role first and to provide. And that's why people are insecure because the fathers have not given them that security that they need growing up. Did I see another hands or? Yes. I like to say that
5: I see that I have a decent father that I grew up with. My father was um, he played a role in in my life when I needed a father, and and he he did his best in that way. But as I, as I got married and I had, thank God I found a man that, that really, really turned out to be kind of like open up a world of just being able to see life in a different way that my father kind of dropped the ball at, yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. See, I, be- I believe that a father's duty is to, is to show your children with, with wisdom and guidance about life. And my father had good things that he did with us. He was hug- there for the hugs and Easter baskets and things like that, you know, did superficial you stuff. Him?
0: Have you have you forgiven your father?
5: I believe that that at one point in my time I did tell him that that I that I was sorry, that I had I had I had resentment toward him. And I believe that I now see that I have let it go and I have forgiven him. Is he still living? My dad is still living. He's still living.
0: So <laughs> have you forgiven him?
5: I have forgiven my dad. You have? And how have do you know that you have? Because I used to always try to tell my dad what to do and how to be a good father and don't do this and don't do that. And now I'm kind of like I could see that I'm not his, I'm not his parent. He's my father. It should have be coming from him, not okay. the opposite way. And that with the strength that my husband now, I find that with my husband, the guidance that I have with my husband now, my husband is becoming, and I say becoming, because I've seen him. my husband go through, we've been through a lot together, and I've seen the strength in my husband that... that you
0: give him a hard time?
5: Oh, absolutely. you give your husband a hard time? Oh, yes. That's your purpose
0: life.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's part your of your purpose, I did.
0: Yeah, and, and how does he deal with it?
5: My husband is now, you know, becoming a I say becoming a real man because he's able to he's able to to show me what what is in me and that is beautiful. That yeah. is a gift that that is a gift that I've needed to see most of my life that I never knew it was even there.
0: Yeah. And you make a good point. The responsibility of a man is to bring out the best in a woman to help her to overcome the hell that's in her and bring out the best in her, but if men are afraid and needy of the woman, he's not going to be able to do it. Um, and speaking of killing your husband, I had a woman <laughs> on my show that, <laughs> I had a woman on my show today. I mean, this week, and she she said that five. Let's see, how's that? Women live five to seven years longer than men. And 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 I asked why, and she gave you, all, you know all these other reasons. I asked her about women killing men is it true that women kill men how many people believe women kill men that's why they die sooner none of the ladies believe it all the men do huh
6: (laughs) 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 all the guys raise their
0: (laughs) hands you don't you don't believe women kill men in the habit
5: do I believe?
0: That's why they die sooner? They're in the spiritual realm? Uh, uh,
5: or are
0: you
4: talking
7: physical? <laughs> physical? Like, yeah. Oh,
0: Mama kill him in the spirit, and then the wife <laughs> kill them in the natural. Oh. <laughs> 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 Do you believe that? Um, I'm not sure. You're not sure? I'm not sure. Uh, why aren't you sure about it? Is it food for thought?
5: I, I, that's one way to put it.
0: Is it a possibility, it may be true?
5: Anything's possible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> have you ever thought about this before?
5: I don't believe I have.
0: Yeah. Uh, your dad is living?
5: My father is living.
0: How about, are you married?
5: I'll be divorced very soon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is he still living or is he Maybe. dead already? No, okay. My husband is still in the house. Um, what was your relationship with your dad?
5: My my father was the feminine is more the more feminine gentle, I say gentle <laughs> type <laughs> of man.
0: And how did you feel about that growing up?
5: It was fun growing up. It was like a playmate, you know, as a kid. Oh,
0: and now you look back on it, and what?
5: You know, I pretty much accept him. He's not your, your what you've described. It's not. He's not. I accept him for who he is. I don't judge him. Right. And I've forgiven him.
0: But you, you do wish that he had been a little more manlier and, and taking control? Of course. Yeah. That's what, I'm telling you people, that's what kids need. Boys and girls need a father that is masculine, secure within himself, and take control in the right way, of course. And that causes boys and girls to grow up with a sense of security. It's not going to, and, and I guarantee you that you married a man just like your father. He may have been a little more dominant or whatever, but he's the same nature. Because when women don't get that kind of father, they are attracted to men like that, even though they don't want to. They would say, you know what, I would never marry a man, you know, like my father. And they end up marrying a guy, and they wake up one morning and realize they married their fathers. And how did that happen? And that's why women got to forgive their fathers too, so they can no longer be attracted to that kind of spirit in other men. Because it goes on from generation to generation. But men got to overcome because you're impacting society in a negative way. If men don't wake up, we're going to lose America. Women can't save America. They can't do it. It's not in their nature. And you have men today who are afraid to even say that they're manly. They'll go along with with women. Oh, yeah, I I have to find my feminine nature. I'm like, what are you looking for your feminine nature for? (laughs) That's something you need to be overcoming. But they're like, oh yeah, my feminine side. And you just want to slap them. (laughs) What a man. Unless you're looking forward to overcoming, you need to keep that away. Because we're supposed to be men. In the olden days, watch some of the old movies. Men were men in the movies. Have you noticed that? Harry Chess, hair all over everywhere. masculine, you know, take off their shirt, the women go wild. <laughs> yeah, a real man with hair on the chest. Now these men take your shirts off, just a saw. <laughs> All these, you know, powder puffed chests. <laughs> and if you put a rag over their head, you wouldn't know if it was a woman or a man. <laughs> and because the fathers have not taught their boy, they have not passed it on. Well, oh, back to the thing of women killing men. Yes.
3: I don't believe that. I, I heard what you said, and I think that's true that a woman can, you know, on the wife, I guess, kill the man. <coughs> but if he's a real man, then it can't happen because he will not, like, physically put her in her place, but by him being a man, it'll make her
2: <coughs>
3: yeah. recognize and kind of get in the order that it should be.
0: When she come up against him and be like coming up against a big right, that's just how I see it. Yeah. yeah. But now when she come up against him she goes all the way through him. Wipe and him and out. Smiley. He end up crying.
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: and keys. I feel like I know a real man. My best friend, her father. Um, growing up, I hung out with them all the time. And um I would always think like as I got older, I couldn't wait till if a man would ask me to marry him, yeah, I would take him to that was my rule. I was like, I, I would have to take him to my friend's father. Yes, ma'am. And But in a way, like, I see my friend, and I always tell her, you should write a book for women to tell us how, because her dad really taught her how to recognize and know a real man. Yeah. And um, yeah, it kind of made her too strong. It really made her too strong. But I see in all her relationships throughout our throughout our life, if um, she would always make her man get in that man role, if they didn't know it, she would be, you know. Right and on. if she had to tell him, she would tell him. That's and what a
0: real woman would do. She wasn't. She wouldn't accept this soft man, right. but she wouldn't hate him either. She would say to him, "You know what? You gotta be a man. She does. You act like a woman." I tell my daughters all the time: when you're with these weak guys and they don't act right, right and they act like a woman, just tell them. You know, one of my. I ain't gonna go into that.
7: I'll
0: be telling telling too much of their business. But I tell them, when these men are pouting and carrying on, just say, you're acting like a woman. I'm the woman in here, you need to be a man. They'll snap out of it right there. But don't hate them for it, because they can't help it. They have mama's nature inside of them, and they don't realize it. But a woman has a responsibility to correct that, and that's what a real woman would do. Not go along with it, not cater to it, because her nature need that nature of the man to help her to overcome and become a woman.
3: And I always thought that she would be um, like, what if I would ask her for advice for a boyfriend or whatever, and then I I would listen to her and then I would go away and say she's too mean. She that's no, that's not good. And then as over the years, I was like, wow, she was right every yeah. time. Yeah. And th- and now I would say, okay, what do I do? And she'll say it, and then I'll do it, and I'll be having all kind of fits. And I'll wait it out, whatever she told me to do, and I'll be
0: like, oh, my God. Right. She, she
3: could tell me right to the day. She would say, do this and wait three weeks. And I would be dying for three weeks. But on that third week, I would call her and I would say, do you know he did exactly what you said, I told you? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, she's and good at it. And in the older days, and there were weak men in the older days as well. I don't want to pretend that everybody were, you know, manly. But in the older days, we had real men around us. We had that influence around us. They love work. They they love being married. They treat their wives in the right way. You know they dealt with their children and grandchildren. It was just so nice to see a father becoming a grandfather, you know, and so on and so on. We don't see that now. They're becoming grandmothers. Is they, that right there? <laughs> you, you know. The, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to ask one of the ladies, cause, and then the guys, but because nobody, all the guys raised their hand up that uh, women kill men. Uh, Do you disagree or agree that women kill men? I think
6: they can.
0: You can do it. How do they do it?
8: Contentious women.
0: Yes. They will drive you to a grave at 50. (laughs) That's why I wrote, I did this, uh, and I may put it into a little lightweight book form, but I did a talk about seven things that a man should never, ever, ever, ever do for women. And and I'm doing that because I want to try to save their lives so that they can live longer. But the one way to uh, men to prevent women from killing you is that you got to never, ever, but never, never, ever, never, 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 ever, <laughs> <laughs> never, never. All oh, the men out there, never. I'm gonna put this tape into a book for them, a little pocket guide. <laughs> Uh, seven things that a man should never do for a woman. If you want to live longer, never, ever, but never try to please a woman. She will kill you. Anybody disagree with that? Well, I
3: used to believe that that was not true, but I see how every time the thing that I want and would force him to do. Yeah. When he did it, then I wanted something
0: else. That's right. And
3: he would say you you could never be satisfied. And I was like, "Oh, you're that's not God.
0: Right. You but, can never yeah. wow. ever but <laughs> never please a woman. So don't even try.
3: Ooh, I can't believe my
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> don't even try. Yes, sir. Uh, so you're
3: right.
0: There's a lot of times they don't even know what they want. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> 99.99% <laughs>
0: <99. laughs> nine, 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 nine of the time they don't know what they want. They say they want ice cream, you go get it, they don't want it. Why did you buy you this for me? Sprinkles the I told you to put some nuts on them. <laughs> yeah. Why you get this kind? Uh, I want a, 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 a Corvette for my birthday. You go out and buy the car, you work hard, overtime, put in the time, and you fussing at you while you're working overtime to buy the car. You drive the car up, it's the wrong car. I didn't want this, I wanted a truck. But you said you wanted a car. No, you should have understood. And he go nuts, his heart start beating fast, he has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> 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 so if you want to live a long time, Never ever, but never ever try to please a woman. You cannot do it. It's impossible to do it. The best thing to do is overcome that woman and become a righteous man and do what's right. You just do what's right, and for 50 years, she's gonna whap about it, and just before you die, you'll see some hope in her. But if you try to please her, you're gonna die five to seven years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what's right, and right works better than trying to please. Any ladies disagree with that? Wow! Really? Honestly, oh, I, I know you disagree With that hat on. <laughs> yeah. You don't disagree.
3: Well, yeah, I, I, I see your point.
0: Right on. <laughs> it, a, yes, more.
3: We don't want to. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There is nothing like seeing the truth. It is so, because if women understood this, they would get over that, whatever it is that you can't satisfy. If they can admit, yeah, you know what? I am hard to please. My man is making a mistake trying to please me. The moment they can admit it, then they no longer need a man to cater to them in that manner. That's what the truth does. It set you free. And so that's why you can't disagree, because it's the truth. Yes, sir.
8: I, I'm not talking about anybody in this room, but a question <laughs> came up it is as a as a father um, and you you've raised children and they're they're young in their 20s and they're launching their life, if they there's a couple of you can make a lot of mistakes and recover for them, which is fine, but there's a couple of disasters I believe that you want to Avoid, and one would be picking the wrong mate. And if you see one of your children picking the wrong mate, my position would be to gently advise them that they're making a a terrible mistake. Gently.
0: (laughs) 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 We got the the kingmaker back here. Uh oh. (laughs) I hear conflict. Um, w- and why would you gently advise them that, of doing that?
8: Well, because if you hit them over the head with it, they may do the opposite thing. I yeah. don't know. I, I, just, I just think I think you're, you, you must take a position on that. If you have a friend that's about to step into a, a huge hole, you're going to warn them. Yeah. And um, you know, the fact that they're making a mis- mistake might be indicative of the fact that you didn't do the, a great job as a father. But you still have to take a position Non-judgmentally, but you have to take a position. In, 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 in my opinion, because yeah. those, those are, those are not mistakes. Those are tragedies.
0: To pick the wrong mate.
8: Yeah, to have a family, have the wrong mate, and have yeah. it explode in the middle of the stream. And
0: most people, they do choose the wrong mate. They absolutely do. I don't really know anybody who chosen the right mate. Now, I may know, but I'm not. I don't know anybody. Because everybody I, catches hell. I did. You chose the right one.: Yeah,. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and the, what a father should do to hopefully prevent his uh, daughter or son from choosing the wrong mate is first teach the children to forgive them him for his mistakes while they are in the home. You teach your children to forgive you, and then as they are forgiving you, they are not angry. And so what will happen when they go out into the world, they will not look for a mate. They won't pick a mate. The mate will be given unto them. You know, God will give them the perfect person for them. But when you are angry and you're unforgiving, you're out there looking for love. You're out there looking for somebody to make you feel good. And 99% of the time, you're going to pick the wrong person because it's for the wrong reason. In reality, you should not look for a mate. God will provide us with everything. But when you're separated from him by being angry and judgmental or resentful, then you're out there trying to put your own world together, and every choice that you make would be the wrong one. Absolutely the wrong choice. You're not supposed to be looking for a mate. Yes?
4: Um, I think I was having the discussion earlier um, with my dad about this, but um, I was just wondering if, um, you know, he was talking about, like, telling, you know, your kid or something, like, you're headed into the wrong like relationship, um, is there sort of like a spirit behind um, what you're saying that could make them accepted or not accepted? Yes. So, well, go
0: ahead. Um, a dad can tell his daughter, you're headed into trouble, don't do it, without a sense of unforgiveness or, or love, and he would drive her right to him. Right. Because she's already... Uh, attracted to that kind of guy anyway because of her resentment for him. And then he's going to come up and try to save you from, from that. Not going to work. Right. But if he had no resentment within his heart, and even if the daughter had not forgiven him, he would say, well, you know, daughter, this guy is not the right one for you, but give it a try and see what happens. <coughs> he would kind of leave it there for you without, you know. Trying to
4: control.
0: Yes. And a lot of the times the daughter will think about it. Oh yeah, my dad is right about this. But if he, if you sense that spirit of control, you're gonna go to that guy. That makes sense. Yeah. So is your dad trying to control this or advising? Oh, him? it
4: has nothing to do
0: with me. Oh, okay. How about? Do you know the father that he's talking about?
4: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he he might be talking about himself.
3: No. <laughs> <In a> different, <laughs> different child. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's why.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, different child.
3: Yes. Oh,
2: a Nice statement. <laughs> oh, I got it now.
0: My advice would be to that father, I would go to my other child and say, you know what? You're choosing these people out of anger.
3: Right. At, or, at, or with
4: anything, not necessarily choosing a mate, but like, you know, some habit you might be involved uh-huh. in. You know, Obviously, I think most kids know when they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing yeah. and what their parents would think about it be- yeah. because that's sort of where you get your um, scale of what's right and wrong. Yes. Um, so there, a lot of times there's no need to, like, especially like more than once, tell them like you, you shouldn't be living this way. You know? That's right. And they need to sort of suffer and see it for themselves.
0: You know, you point it out, and I'm learning this all the time, you point it out, they don't listen and you, let them do it because sometimes they may have to go through it in order to really get the message as to what's going on with themselves. And the worst thing you could do, the worst thing is to try to force them not to do it because they'll find a way to do it, they'll sneak around and do it, it's gonna happen. But if you just put it out there and leave it up to them and you may have to watch your, your kids suffer for a while, and that's a hard thing for parents to do sometimes is to see their children suffering. I'm dealing with someone right now that is very, you know, I work with a lot of young people, and this person I'm talking about lives across the country, not here in this state. They live in Africa somewhere, <laughs> so, so, so you guys can't figure this out. All right? But this particular uh, lady, and um, see you don't know if it's a man or woman. Um, they have not taken instructions very well at all, not at all. And the whole six years that I've been knowing them, they have not taken instruction well. And I know that they are living in their imagination. They have picked up the sins of their mother because they're a lot like their mother. And they're making the same mistake, but not necessarily in the same way, but the outcome is the same. And I've been trying to teach them, this is where you gotta do it. And they have not listened and it has not worked for them. And they're about to step out there in the world now and they're gonna see because they're not even prepared to go into the world because they have not learned anything. And it, you know, when I, if I thought about it, it would be kind of emotional for me to see them stepping out like that. But I now realize it's the best thing that could happen because sometimes you have to let your kids go since the parents were messed up with them anyway and let them suffer through it. I, my dad wasn't there for me either. My grandfather was around. My stepfather was around a little bit, but my father wasn't there. And I had like a hunger for my dad inside of my body. I yearned for my father. Couldn't help myself. But as a result of my dad not being there, long story short, I made a lot of mistakes. I'm surprised I'm alive today. Uh, all the mistakes I made growing up, and, but somehow another guy had mercy on me and brought me through. But I know for a fact, had he been there to protect me and guide me and instruct me, that my life would have been better growing up. But I suffered through it and made it through it, and it made me a better person. So sometimes you have to let your know, son or daughter go out there with this girl or whatever it is, and just let them suffer through it. And
4: recognize that the thing that might compel you to want to step in and say no, this is wrong, even yes. when they already know the thing that compels you to do that is um, because you take it personally if they make a mistake or like as a direct reflection on you. When you've done the best you can, at a certain point, you actually have to let go.
0: That's right. A lot of parents try to make them do right because they feel guilty about the mistakes they, they're made, but you just apologize for those mistakes and move on and let your kids suffer through it. because suffering may cause them to cry out to God. I am, I'm glad I made it through, but I'm glad that my suffering caused me to cry out to God to help me. And he came and saved me from that. And so a lot of kids would do that, especially, especially if you had taught them a little bit about truth. You may not have been perfect with it, but at least you taught them a little bit about it. And they'll make it through because once you plant that seed, eventually it'll catch on. And that's what suffering is for, it's to allow them to go through it. And when they come home or when they're around, you have to not give them any attitude at all. Don't bring it up. Don't act angry. Because when you do that, you're judging your kids. And they feel that judgment. And they're going to go out and do more. You have to really treat them the way you would like to be treated. And a lot of parents don't do that either. They drive them in the street further. That makes sense? Right. And
4: so you have to get rid of that judgment of yourself yes. to get rid of the judgment of your
0: kid. Yes, ma'am. You understand that, for huh. Even though you're not talking about anybody in this room. But you gotta, she's absolutely right about that. Absolutely right. You gotta get rid of the judgment of yourself. Because it's going to come out negative with your children. All right. Yes, ma'am. Did that help, Kelly? Yeah. Yes.
7: I know my kids. Um, I handled them all wrong, and it's only since I've been lately. I've been with. They told me that they don't feel the judgment anymore. Yes. And now they can listen to me and. Uh, this morning, one of my daughters thanked me for, uh, we were, she thanked me for my advice. <laughs> the, yes. That's the first time ever.
0: Because kids love advice from their parents, yeah. father and mother, but they don't want you to judge them on it. They And they can tell when you're judging them. You can't fool them.
7: Yeah, it's true. I, I used to try all different ways, you know, but yeah. the fact was I had this judgment and they felt and, it and... <laughs> And, and I'm the same way. I feel judgment from people, and I can't can't listen to them. That's like, right. Um, certain people I know that I can't listen to them because I feel their judgment. So.
0: But you should be be able to listen to them, though. Well, Especially I, an adult. Yeah, I should
7: be able to. I mean, people yeah. judge me
0: all the time. Yeah. I mean, not a day goes by, but I listen because in that judgment there may be a little truth in it. Well, there.
7: I think maybe now I'm in... I'm able to listen to people even when they're judging me because, I don't know, something's changing. Yes. All but right. um, something's changing in me, I, thank God. I mean, it's been so many years. But um, I think, yeah, it I can change. listen to people. And now. we're
0: going to talk about that change, how to bring on that change, because the good news about this, men, is that you can change. You can overcome being a woman and become a man. As a matter of fact, that's what salvation is all about. Overcoming the nature of mother and taking on the nature of your father, which is God. God. That's what men and women need to overcome. That's what new birth is all about. Overcoming that spirit of mama and taking on the spirit of God. And I have to tell you, there's nothing greater than that. Believe me, I was a wimp. Cry baby. A woman made me cry one time on the job. <laughs> My boss was a female. If I said her name, you gotta know her. Because she's kind of popular in the media. In the media but she was my boss. I was working for a union. And she was like more man than I was. And she and another <laughs> woman took me to a room and made me cry. I was so emotional. <laughs> but that will not happen now. <laughs> no way, Jose. But I want to ask the guys, how many real men we have here? None? Oh, three. Three. And this guy over here kind of doing this.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. So.
0: He's trying to stretch into one. Um, <laughs> um, I appreciate your honesty, though. It's best, as uh, somebody said earlier today, it's best to know that you're not so that you can become. If you're in denial about yourself, you never will become. So it's best. I know it's kind of embarrassing. So I want to ask you, ask you two minute personal questions because the leaders are here. We'll do this on midnight. But let me ask, so did you raise your hand and you yeah. a real man? I can't hear Yes, I did. Uh, why are you roll your
9: eyes, there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so you're a real man. Are you shy?
9: Uh, no, I don't have that same shyness I used to have. But what um, kind of shyness I, you have now? I don't, I'm not shy. I mean, I'm totally, I'm, I'm becoming different. Are you insecure? No,
0: and you're not. Sh- you able to speak up. Oh yeah. You don't have that soft voice anymore.
9: That's improving a lot. Thank you know. Thanks to the, you know, yeah. that being pointed out to me. I know that are I'm not. Are you nervous around women? No.
0: Yeah, so when you go out and stuff, you're okay. No. You're comfortable.
9: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. But I know I'm not everything that I should be. But things are definitely changing a lot yeah. for good.
0: So you're on your way to becoming a man.
9: Yeah, but I mean, uh, when I see something like, for instance, at work. You know um something that needs to be said that other people aren't saying like uh, an employee's not wearing his shirt you know that's a basic thing i before I would be totally embarrassed and not want to say anything now i just I just let it out i'm not you know I'm not afraid to do that anymore right
0: how about what you deal with women?
9: It's a lot better
0: uh, a lot still better. somewhere shaky
9: uh <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, but I haven't—I haven't got to the point where like I'm dating a woman too, you know. So, right. you know, I'm sure that's going to be, you know, a growing experience.
0: Are you afraid to walk? Let's say you're out at a club. I don't know if you go to clubs if not, or not. Do you? Are you afraid to walk up to a woman and talk to her? No. Not at all.
9: No. No. I. I. Not was at it, all. I have a witness in the house here. So. No, those, there's a really pretty nice young lady. I'm the, one more
0: time before the cock <laughs> crows.
9: <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not lying. No, there was this saying, really right. attractive young lady at this place I go to make pickups all the time, and I talk, I just talked to her. I asked her questions, and I asked her out. I, I would never do that before. I would be like, I just wouldn't ever do it. Yeah. Before, you know?
0: Uh How about you, Superman? Are you a real man? No, you're not. No. And why do you say no? Why do you say no?
10: Because um, I can still be aggravated. Yeah. I can, I can, somebody can push a button at a certain point. And, yeah. So I'm not completely in
0: control. And that's a very good point. A real man, you can't push him. You can't, he can't become angry like that. Controlled by his own environment. What is preventing you from becoming a real man, getting over that?
10: It's mostly just selfishness.
0: Oh, you like being that way? No, no, not like
10: being that way, but it's like you, you have you have your wants and your your ambition, let's call it, and then something gets in the way of it and then you get angry at that thing getting in the way of what you want. Right. You know, so that Wow, that's a powerful
0: point. Itself. And the reason I say that's a powerful point because as you were saying that I was thinking about it in the Bible, God tell us um, not to worry about what your your needs are. Don't want for anything that he'll provide your needs. And if you have a want, it will weaken you. It opens you up for the world to come in and control you. And You're absolutely right about that. One thing I can tell you though, once you find this place that I'm talking about, you're not gonna have any wants or any needs. And that way you can't be motivated by your outer environment. You can't, when when you want something from someone, they control you. You can't want anything. And yeah, we help each other, we do for one another. But you cannot want it. Have you ever wanted something from someone and they control you with it? And then if they give it to you, they they own you. Remember last year when I gave you ten dollars? Now you won't let me have a dollar. They control you. You're not supposed to have that kind of relationship. You can't want. And it's perfect how God has already put everything back together so we can live a good life on earth. But the Men and women are not understanding what's going on, and so salvation is not coming and changing that nature. You can't want anything from anybody. They will control you. Do you, do you know how to overcome that? Yeah. Or you don't want to overcome it?
10: No, I want to overcome it.
0: And You know how to overcome it?
10: Well, yeah, it's kind of like how you find your purpose. You just you know, sit back and, 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 and watch it, Watch that aggravation. See how you're trying to control your world and not letting God bring your purpose to you. And, and, and just see that and be sorry for it, and, and you change.
0: So if you know that's true, why don't you do it?
10: Because you know
0: you, you can't
10: sep- sometimes I can't separate good, well enough to do that. You get so caught up in this tornado of emotion that it doesn't happen. Yeah. You, get, you get swept away by it. And, and, and then everything goes wrong, and then you can't be a good father.
0: And I'm going to tell you in a minute how to separate from that so you can overcome. Because it's important that you become a man, especially with a wife and children. It is absolutely important. Otherwise, your kids are being set up to go through the same thing unnecessarily. But it is real important that you overcome that. And it doesn't take but a second to overcome it. Just like that you can overcome. Isn't that amazing? It doesn't take all day. You can overcome it. Uh, there is no worse feeling than that of not being a man. I want you ladies to know that. There is no worse feeling than that. I mean, I remember when I just didn't feel like a man. I'm like, I'm not a man. This is not good. And I would hate myself. And, uh, and, I, and I used to ask men, I would ask other men, how do you become a man what is that like? And they couldn't tell me either because they were, they were not doing it, especially out here in California. But that, that is a bad feeling. How do you deal with it? it, it yeah.
10: Yeah. There's no dealing with it. It's called suffering.
0: Did you ladies know that? That men feel terrible because they don't feel like men. You guys did know that, right? It is a quiet killer. You do something, you go on drugs and alcohol, you try to date a truckload of women, you're trying to find some kind of peace out here so that you can feel like a man. You and get it doesn't hair. work. Huh? You
10: get gray hair. You get gray hair.
0: All kind of stuff. Because you don't feel, there's nothing worse than not feeling like a man. And there's no feeling to being a man, it just is, but when you're like that, you think that there is a feeling. Um, I'm going to tell you in a minute how to overcome it. I need to find out what's wrong with these other guys. Uh, so you're not a real man. Did you? Re- I know you were trying to raise your man.
1: Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, I spent so much of my life uh, putting myself down, which is further not a man. And then let me. I'm sorry. I'm, let me ask
0: Superman another question. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a? Was your father a man? No. He wasn't. No, not
1: really.
10: He, he was. was he was angry too, very angry. Yeah. He drank, stuff like that. I'm
0: telling you folks, men, you've got to become men. The world needs you. It is wrong in the way things are going. <coughs> it's not going to work. And it is much better being a man than being a wimp or a girly man. A girly man is never gonna bring you happiness. It is so much better being a man. I don't like being a man. I don't even know why people want to be gay now. <laughs> because it's so much better being a man. It look like gay people should be trying to say, you know what, I know I'm attracted to men, but I, I want to be a man. It's so, mu- so much better being a man. Absolutely better. Isn't that amazing? You're missing it, man. But we're going to tell you in a minute how to find it. Before you leave this room today, you got to be a man or I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm not going to kill him, that's my friend. If he come up dead, then everybody, it'd be all over Fox News, Jesse killed, <laughs> Jesse killed Superman. That's my friend, and I'm not going to kill him. So are you a man or not? No, no. And why do you say no?
1: Well, you listed a few questions, and I, didn't, uh, and I uh, failed in all those. And, um, you did what? I failed in all those answers. Like, you, you mentioned, uh, are you nervous when you approach a woman? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I often have
0: a uh, soft voice. Yeah. Um, I used to have that voice too. I would like get ready to talk to a girl. I'm out at the club and I'm not drawing her something on dope. I don't have the courage, right? And so I tell myself, I'm going to go over and ask for this dance. And I'm walking over there and the words are coming up to here and lock in there. <laughs> 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 they will not come out. And if I make it over, like, you want to dance? I'm so and She's like, no. <laughs> 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 no, I don't want to dance. <laughs> you know, because I didn't, I didn't have that voice that, was, that would draw her unto me. You're right about that. Yeah. And what else is wrong with you?
1: Um, I, you know, I get intimidated by um, new situations. Yeah. And um, I'm judgmental at times. I, like you said in the beginning of this sermon, I... Uh, Looking, just looking at a flower, looking at people, looking at flowers, whatever. I, uh, I'm, I'm always putting a word on, on uh, my my day uh, and yeah. there. And then um, also I have just like this feeling in me that's beyond uh, thoughts. That like it, I feel so much a part of me, and, and feelings aren't true. I know, but it's just like it's just in my skin. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this uh, nervousness, yeah. anxiety.
0: That's a hard way to live. Yeah. And that's an abnormal way of living. God wants us to be strong and confident, and, uh, and, and and of love. And you have no love in you. That's why you feel that way. Right. It's not your proper nature.
1: Right. I mean, I've had this since I was a real little kid. Yeah. And uh, but again, I you know, well, I have made uh, big improvements. And uh, you know, I, I can look at my life. I. I I, I don't really have any major addictions and, and the ones that I had I don't I don't have but because I don't it's like I see new new levels of myself because though I, you know I gave up a lot I was able to drop a lot of yeah. uh, effortlessly drop a lot of my uh, hang-ups but you know it, it exposes more yeah so now like you know I, I at a point I got really good at going after women out you know maybe under that was fear and anger and all that and now you know, and, I, and I'm not obsessed with them, and I don't think about them, but I'm saying, hey, you know, I'd like to have one, and now when I'm out in the world, and wherever I'm, I am, like, I, I, I can tell I'm like, scared. You'd like to have a woman? Which I was like, I'm like a little kid. Yeah. It's yeah. like
0: trying to approach mama, thinking that she's going to yell at you or something. Yeah. 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 So, so you're out there now, and you would like to have a woman, but you're afraid to approach them, or you see yourself doing it in a wimpy kind of a way.
1: Yeah, it's
2: weird yeah, because I, I'm very, I
1: don't get, lo- you know, I just get really lonely and, you know, I'm really weak. I, I, I don't and yeah. I can be alone and I, uh, you know, I'm becoming much more independent in the business sense and in all sorts of ways. But, but yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah.
0: I understand that, man. I've been there and done that and you can't overcome it. One thing that you reminded me of and I want to say to the guys out there and here, after this day, never, ever, but never, never, never. Ever, never, never, ever say to a woman that you are afraid to approach her. Don't let her know. <laughs> Fake it, shake it, but don't let her know that. And the reason I said that, I'm looking at some of these shows now, and these men are admitting, oh, I am afraid to talk to you. Uh, and, you know, do not do that, men. <laughs> Maybe i add number eight to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Eight things that a man should never do. Never, ever, ever let a woman know you are afraid to approach her, to talk to her. It does you no good or her. It's just another body that you're trying to talk to them. And the best way to deal with a woman when you want to meet a woman, uh, when you meet a woman, men, you got to get out of your head that you're meeting her for sex. That's why you're afraid. You're not just coming up to another human being and trying to talk to them. You've already checked them out, and your imagination is running wild, and so it's hard to go up to her in an honest way because you have a hidden agenda. <laughs> that's what it's all about. And that's one thing about overcoming this because then you start approaching women just as another person because you don't, even though you know you, in the end you hope that that happens after marriage, right, But you don't have a hidden agenda. And you could be open and honest. But it's that thing that comes first that prevents you from approaching a woman in the right way. Isn't that true?
1: True. You take that, you know, if the the sex stuff isn't there, then it's it's really easy. That's right. (laughs) If the sex stuff
0: isn't there. So, ladies, that's why I told the ladies on Mother's Day when men approach you, it ain't about how smart you are. They they, they care less about your brains. And they don't care that you came from a Christian family or a non-Christian family. It's about sex first. They, they, they locked you in, and now they got to get in there some kind of way, hook or crook. Isn't it right? Uh, but that's why you're like that. you got to overcome that. <laughs> if you get rid of your hindu agenda, it's easy.
1: You mentioned that um, you always had a yearning. <laughs> you had a yearning for your father. Yes. Well, I have, I've had that too, and uh, that's going away drastically. Um, but when I when I meditate, um, you know, there's a there's observing where I, I don't really feel anything. I'm just watching the lights.
0: Oh, do me no afraid. Hold that thought. Let me get this hand, and then we'll come back. We have about five minutes. Okay. I want to tell you guys how to overcome this stuff. Okay. All right. Tell you how to overcome it. we got a telephone problem here. Turn your phones off, guys. All right. Um, what, oh, yeah. I saw you. say your question, of, do I think I'm
6: a man, basically?
0: I'm sorry? In answer to your question, of, do I think I'm a man?
6: Yes. I'm, a man, um, I'm kind of ambivalent about that. There are times I feel like I'm acting as a man, there's times I feel I'm not, and it right. usually depends on the situation I'm dealing with. Yes. Um, so Give me an example what you I mean. Well, um, I'm dealing with some, some things right now, for example, with, with a neighbor that's a, a problem for me. Right. And um, I, I look at uh, the different things that are wound up in that. I'm trying to make a decision that I think is the right thing to do. Yes. And there's so many angles to it, I have to make a decision at some point of which way to go on certain things, and yet I really don't have certainty when I do that. I right. have a feeling this is what I think I should do, but I don't know. And I really won't know until hindsight. Yes. If I've got hindsight that I did or did not do the right thing.
0: A real man will wait. If you don't see what to do, do nothing. And I don't care who's putting pressure on you or whatever your thoughts are telling you, you wait until you can see. You do, and it will come. But if you do it in an emotional way or under pressure or people putting time on you and all that, you're going to make the wrong decision. You're blessed when you see that you don't know what to do. And then you have the patience to wait for the insight to come to show you. That's what a real man would do.
6: But you can't then be, you still need to deal with situations as they arise, yeah. I guess, because I can't categorize myself as a man or
0: not a man. I'm going to tell you the end. Don't categorize yourself like that. I'm going to tell you how to be it without doing that. But I'm telling you, if you don't know what to do, do nothing. Even if the person says, you've got to make a decision today because you're going to lose this deal tomorrow, lose the deal. And a better deal will come along. Or you'll you'll see that that was the right thing to do, to lose that deal. Because the beauty about life, what is meant for you, you're going to have it anyway. It's going to come naturally. And so that's why if you don't know what to do, do nothing. I don't care what anyone tells you, do nothing. And that's what a real man would do. He would wait. Wait upon the Father to show him. So don't worry about that. And there uh, there is no feeling to being a man. Did you know that? Now I don't feel like a man. I just don't feel like a woman anymore. You know, I'm not emotional and doubtful and fearful and angry and and have all that stuff, I, I am free within myself, free, free from the control of my imagination and peaceful inside. And so in that, because I thought in that I can see the right thing to do and do it. But I used to think that there was a feeling that came with being a man, that a man felt like a man. That's not a real man. There is no feeling to that. It just It, it is a way of life, an honest person, a fair person, hardworking person, Get married before having children because you respect the woman in the right way. Guide your wife in the right way to go. Um, Honest and fair with the world around you with no fear and doubt. There is no feeling in being a man, just as there is no feeling in being a woman. There's a feeling in being a female, but not in being a woman. When you overcome that female nature, ladies, you're just going to become a woman without all these feelings. You'll see the right thing to do. But that's what a man is. A man is not operated by what he think or feel. He's operated, he operates by what is right. And he overcome the world around him so that he can operate by what is right. Because if you need the world, you can't operate in a proper way. You're going to give your soul for it. But if you don't need it, then you can make the right decision. That's why we have to have a right relationship with one another. Because if we need each other in the wrong way, we're going to control each other. And that's not the way Christ meant for it to be. But there is no feeling to be a man. I, I thought that it was. It's not. That's why you see a lot of these macho guys. They think that's a feeling of a man, but it's not. It's all woman. Or you see a guy beating up his wife. He think that's manly. That's not. It, it's, about, it's about perfect love and being guided by that. Not needing your woman or anything. If your wife is mad and she want to leave, go and help her pack. Alright honey, I'll see you when you think about it. But you're not afraid of that. And most of the time she's not going anywhere. She's only going to leave if you know she, you don't want her to leave. But if you don't care about her leaving, she's going nowhere. Isn't that right, running? <laughs> yes. How long have you been married? 28 years. Have you ever said to your husband, I'm leaving you? No, and he's no. like, okay honey. <laughs> No. You ever done that, Christine? Never, never. never done it. How about you? You ever said to your husband, I'm leaving, and he's like, okay, see you? Yes. And you went nowhere, <laughs> right? But,
5: I just, I drive around, and
0: it's like, yeah. he could care less.
5: He's baking cookies with the kids. That's <laughs> I, right. I come back, and I think, well,
0: I'm back. <laughs> you don't care about me. <laughs> but that's what a real man does. He is guided by what is right, and not what he feels or think. He overcome that emotion. And in my five minutes that I have to tell you how to overcome, God said that, and this is the way I found it, I had this hunger for my father growing up. And my mother didn't like him, she didn't want me to have anything to do with him. And I grew up, you know, emotional and doubtful and all that stuff, and it came out once I moved out here to California at at 18, because that's when the world really started to take over. And a long story short, I heard a Jewish preacher say, be still and know God. And I didn't understand what he meant at the time. But I heard him say that. I went home and I sat still. And that's when I was able to see myself. I saw that the reason I had all these emotional emotions, because I was very angry, resented my parents and become like what you hate. So I became like them. And once I saw that, he took it away from me at the twinkling of an eye, and he gave me perfect peace. And I be, uh, I, at that point, I started living my life, and I had the greatest life that you can possibly have. And it gets better every situation. It gets better. Because now I understand how to deal. Not to resent, but to forgive. And I have this peace that nothing can get in and take it away. That's another thing. When you are born again, or you have this new nature, There's nothing on earth that can take it away from you. Nobody, no thing. It can't be taken away from you because it's like you can't go back into your mother's womb, right? So once you come out of this old nature, you can't go back into that old nature anymore. You're into a new nature. You're hooked up with love, with love. And there's nothing in you that desires to go back the other way. You don't even want it. You don't think about it at all. And so I was able to overcome when I learned to sit still and allow the truth to catch up with me so that it can change my life. And I forgave my father. My father is still living. I forgave my mother. She died, you know, a couple of years ago now. And my father is still the same person for the most part. But I love him. I love my dad. I don't need anything from him. I don't even need him to be a father to me because my heavenly father is my father now. And so I don't feel like a father is missing. And so when I approach women or men or cats or dolls or anybody, I deal with the same love. I treat everybody the same. And that's what's going to have to happen. You got to be still and know him and he will cause you to overcome it. You cannot do it yourself, but you have to sit there and take the pain of your ego and let it die. And there's nothing you can do about it of yourself. And when you have it, you would know it without a doubt because your life will start to change in in the way that you live. And then when you approach women, it's just approaching a woman with no hidden thing going on in your head and you're pretending like you like her. It's a person that you're meeting and you get to know her and then hopefully if it's for you, you get married and start your family. And then you have a relationship that lasts until death do your part. But the men got to overcome that hunger for the woman. They have the wrong need for, for women. And as a result, they are becoming more woman than they are men. Amen. You got to overcome that need. And let saying say you can't overcome it right now. Get married, have a truckload of children, and then overcome it. But you got to overcome it. And it's your responsibility to do it. And I want men to start speaking up about manhood. If the women get mad, they call you a a woman hater, or they say you're not going to get the job because you hate women, fine. You can't sell the truth down the drain for a job or to be approved by someone. God is a big old guy, a great guy, and he'll take care of you. The truth will keep you free. So men got to start standing up and becoming men. If men became men, abortion would end. Except for those women that don't want a man. They'll still do it. But abortion would start to vanish away. Homosexuality would start to vanish away. Out-of-control teens would start to vanish. Um, All this stuff that's going on. Women would come back to their proper place in life and would be happy to be in that position. It wouldn't be competition anymore. If men were men. It is your fault, men, that the world is falling apart. You're even afraid to say that you're a man now. I've been in conversations where women would say, a man is not supposed to be a man, and the guy would go, yeah, that's right. We're supposed to be emotional. That's a lie. It is not true. We have compassion and not this emotion. So be still and know him, and let him take care of you. Don't pay any attention to what you're thinking. None. It's a setup." God's voice is a voiceless, quiet voice. So you got to get rid of all that you have learned and live a life of discovery. All right? That makes sense? Yeah. All right. Are we out of time? Commercial. All right. Thank you, folks. Thank- Did this help a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah? It helped. At least food for thought, right? Yeah. But what's most important that men got to be men. We are the ones supposed to bring the light into the world. The women came from us. They didn't even come from God. They came from the man. Man came from God. And so when the man come back to God, his woman is going to come back to him, and you shall be whole. It'll be one. It will become one. But as long as you're going into her world, you're going to have a problem. But that order, we've got to bring back that order. It's not a macho thing. It's a right thing, spiritual thing. All right? I appreciate you tuning in today. I um, want to invite you to get a copy of my Be Still and Know Prayer. It's a CD, simple CD. All you have to do is just get it and just follow the instruction. And what I would recommend that you get it and just do it twice a day for one week only and see what happens. It doesn't take but a minute to overcome. But morning and night, uh, do the Be Still and Know. We have the seven guaranteed steps to spiritual, family, and financial success. A little small pocket guide. Also run a nonprofit organization where we need your donation to make it happen. And I get emails from you folks out there. You want to know where should you tithe? We need your support. If you're getting help here, we need your help to keep this going, all right? Uh, Go to my website. It should already be there, but it's bondinfo.org, bondinfo.org. Or you can call us at 1-800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-BOND. Order materials, uh, make donations, Pay your tithes by that way. We need your support. Um, I recommend you do the prayer, be still and know, for one week and stay with it. Don't let anything get in your way to prevent you from getting up and committing to prayer. And just give it one week and you would see the change in your life right away. But don't stop, don't stop. I've been doing it now for 19 years. It doesn't matter how tired I am, where I travel, I stay with my prayer. So thank you for tuning in. If you have questions or uh, comments, churchatbondinfo.org, churchatbondinfo.org. I want the men to know that the world needs you to be a man. God needs you to be a man. Women need you to be a a man. And that's how we're going to start changing things. We've got to come back to order, come back to that proper state of being. I appreciate you guys today. Did this help? Anybody disagree with anything you heard today? No? Yeah? Did you did you disagree with anything? We have a few minutes left. Judy. did this help a little bit?
5: Absolutely. <coughs> I actually find myself um, realizing that, you know, uh, if politics and all that's going on in the world, I've realized that, that I think deep in our hearts, especially with us women, we really want to see men be men.
0: They do. We Without really do. Without them. Without doubt, And that. there is
5: something if in a good way, there's a, 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 something very attractive about a man being a real man, and a woman really sees it right away. Yes. She can see it like night and day. That's she right. can see a real man, and she also knows when, she, when she's not seeing a real man.
0: That's why the men got to overcome the spirit of their mothers. They got to forgive their mothers and grandmothers so that God can take that identity away from them and then they'll start to live life in the right way. You've got to be born again. That's what Christ called being born again. You want the nature of your father in you, men and women, and not the nature of mama. You've got to overcome that. You want to be of spirit and of truth. All right. Did this help a little bit, James? Yeah, yeah. Are you shy? Yeah. All right. Well, next week you won't be because you're going to do the, be still and know for a week, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Are you doing it already? sort of (laughs) no you gotta stick with the prayer so that God can come in and help you you cannot do this on your own it's a spiritual thing and the more you let go the more he will take over but you have to completely let go alright and men never ever 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 ever. in the 30 seconds I have left let a woman see you weep don't let her know your emotions every time she sees you how are you doing all is well and if you need a man to talk, someone to talk to, find a man who is a real man and talk to him. But as for your woman, I don't care what anybody tell you, never, ever, 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 never, never, never let her see you be weak. See you next week. Thank you. Thank you guys very much.